Right on the money. Kia ora everybody, what's up? It is Ro Bet, and I am here with Keith Stubbs, old school snow shredder from Wanaka. How are you, my friend? Kia ora, Robert. I'm good, brother. Um, you have created a, a happy commune. You have locked the doors. <laughs> you have, uh, you, you're sitting in a yurt. I'm really excited for this banter. For those who... Um, who aren't aware? What have you What have you created? Because I was I'm so keen to see outside this tent and see what you've done. So give me the give me the nutshell. You put a you live in Wanaka, into the snow scene. Do a bunch of media shit. Lockdown's going to happen, and you're like, all right, I'm going to dot dot dot. <laughs> I'm going to go live in my yurt or my caravan and surround myself with good people. How and you you put an <laughs> offer out on social media, say, yo, any of you guys want to come hang out for a month? At, at the pad, like so. What's it? What's it called? What's the official name? It's the Hawea. What is it? The Hawea. The Hawea Grove. Yeah. So the... let's rewind like a year. We kind of set this project up with a sustainability angle. We wanted to film a twenty-part webisode series around sustainable building, um, and build with some really unique products like hempcrete, um, and do something very different. And I've got no understanding or background in building at all, so it was quite a, a unique project. And then come come along the the covid scenario and i see all these travelers with nowhere to go down here you know there's there's camper vans everywhere yeah, and everywhere. Ca- campgrounds are locking down they all the all the public ones are closing the private ones are kind of still running to a degree and they're offering you know um reasonable pricing for their their month but there's people without anywhere to go um and they can't get flights out um yeah. so i had some friends of friends swissies uh, that reached out and said hey we can't get a flight back home. Uh, have you got any advice? And I said, come here. And then we decided to open the gates to a bunch of other travelers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've got a hippie so you going. Gotta, you got so <laughs> There's probably only one actual hippie here though. It's great. <laughs> okay. So you've got space. You know, it's going into lockdown and you're like, mm. stuff it. Everyone roll up. Let's come hang out for a month. So just yeah. vans have just rolled up to your property pulled up like how big is the how, how big is your, your pad the pad the uh, the property is one acre so four thousand square meters um there's a, a large section of it kind of uh fenced off we've got a bunch of truffle trees growing there uh which is pretty cool um and then we've got um four groups of kind of travelers that have come in and parked up for the month so how many um, how many people now so you got so there's eight of us in total um just in, so in, in, in your pad yeah, yeah. So we didn't want to go too hard and open it up to, um, you know, dozens of people. Uh, we've got one out, outside kind of outhouse toilet and one outdoor shower. So, you know, it would have been um, would have been a rough scenario if someone had brought um, the coronavirus in with them. Um, so, so what are you doing? So just, so that, all right. So let's g- give us a tour. You're on your cell right. phone. Give us the, uh, the, the, the the floor is yours. I'm just so. It's so, so here's the year. It's so sick. <laughs> Yeah. This is the year. Uh, how lounge. big is that shit? That is this massive. Is Bro, it's got couches in it. Yeah, yeah. This is our lounge office space. Dude. And what's space. at the top? Yeah. Like what's up to go go up to the top? What's it? Is it just open space? Open? Yeah, you can you can lift this off. It just pulls down to one side. Um and you can open it up inside and And was yeah, this already up set up here before? And- yeah, we set this up back in December, so okay. I knew I'd be here for a little while filming this project. So I kind of went, I need a, a workspace and a lounge space. And this has been the best part of this is coming and spending the evenings in here. 
Yeah. We have bent mad poker got, games. Dude, I bet you've mad got poker mad games at this table. And what do you oh, do for power? Bet, power's good. Power, we've got a um, caravan connection running out through my little caravan here. Um, and then it connects back into the yurt here. Okay, so yeah, give us the tour. I want to see as you go full screen. So floor, floor is yours, mate. Give us the give us the tour. All right. Well, this is the Hawaii Grove right here. These are our truffle trees. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> I, I never knew anything about truffles before this, by the way, just so you know. Um, and then over here we have the yurt and my caravan. There's a few uh, casts of wine hanging out. And then we've got our, uh, our crew down there. Give us oh, a little yeah, wave, yeah. guys. <laughs> what up? There's one group, of, one group, and we've got another group here. These are our musicians. We've got our oh. in-house musicians. It's amazing. We'll be producing an album during these four weeks. <laughs> that would be. Is it called the? It was going to be like the Grove Sessions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're good too. So we'll, we'll do, do you our Facebook best Live? You should them. Facebook Live the um the Grove Sessions, and then that's a great the, idea. Yeah, hell yeah. The um the um J Cole's uh gets all his crew together for a seven day stint and he, re he he blocks out this entire thing and they all basically live and create for seven days all in the um in the same same area and there's um i think there's 13 different studios or seven different studios in the same spot and everyone just goes around during the whole week and the whole goal of it at the end of it they did they come out with an album but there's a whole <laughs> bunch of content and mini doco and the whole thing that's that's perfect that's awesome love it yeah i'm in i'm in and we've got another group here these are our swissy engineer crew <laughs> Yeah, dope. And then we'll just go over and show you our little outdoor solar shower just because that's pretty cool. There's no one in it. No. Yeah, let's, let's, I don't want to get, <laughs> I already run close enough of the edge to get sued. I don't, I don't want to think. Okay, cool. So you got outdoor shower. So where's the power coming from? We were all metered on the property already, which is good. So we've managed to get that in early days. We've got a caravan connection in here. Dope. And then literally that's running up the property with water all the way up, which is good. So the guys at the top haven't got uh, power to their little uh, corner, but um, otherwise we've got power throughout, which is lovely. So you've got eight, eight, and, and I imagine it's what, you and eight strangers? Yeah, yeah. So no one knew each other apart from their little <laughs> groups, like there's three of them knew each other before. And it's such a diverse mix of people. It's amazing. Literally, we've got everything from musicians and artists to school teachers to an engineer to a builder Damn. it's yeah it's quite the project oh Ooh. man that's cool and did you did you document everyone meeting each other and be like yo we're making a doco locked in for a month with eight <laughs> strangers it's like survivor are you going to kick people out if they're muppets or is everyone you've rolled the dice pretty well yeah no we've rolled the dice well no one's gonna go it's good got any, any any single couples any singles there Ah, uh, there is, yeah, but there's not enough females for the singles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a funny twist to, to the doco. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's we got awesome. A slack line as well, bro. You've <laughs> gone full hippie. That's great. Yeah. You got the slack line. You just miss, missing your, you know, your patchouli tea and your flipping your cage-free <laughs> almonds. <laughs> <laughs> we have almond trees. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Okay, so you've got the the ADU in there, um, in the mix, and I imagine you guys just have the mad banter sessions in the 
um, in the year, right? That's probably the communal place at nighttime, music, wine, yeah, that's poker. It. Usually it's been a different game every night so far. So we've had a, a good poker session two nights ago. Um, we've had uh, many kind of other like more social games, you know, the old classics, you know, name on the head and various ones. Oh, bang my head. Yeah, it's good. The, the yurt is the place. This is Man. the hangout for sure. Good on you, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm... it's unreal. The music so, sessions are the best. So we've had a lot of people that have been in the um, that have been in tune in the in the business game all over the show and whatever. You you've probably I guess maybe potentially the most rural guest we've had on the show. Yeah, everyone else is kind of in the big cities <laughs> yes. and stuff. So it's great. So you, you you've gone we've gone straight um, to the Grove. So what's the vibe been like? With we're obviously talking about just uh, quickly before. How how is the the unity of Wanaka and I guess in in the smaller sort of towns you felt sort of come together for all this? Is everyone kind of really on the the same page with what they're about? Everyone snitching on everyone? Like what's the what's what's the buzz? Yeah, I think um, I think the community is really strong down here, so we're quite lucky, especially in Hawaii. Uh Wanaka um, for sure as well. The the part that bugs me the most is the the keyboard warriors. Um, you know, the person that says, oh, I saw this person riding across their bike across town and shouldn't they be within two Ks of their um, their location, you know? And it's it's so relative to everyone, right? You've got so many multi-sport athletes and amazing adventurous down here that you say, oh, you can go out into your locality to go get some exercise. Well, that to them is a 10K run, you know, uh, mm. before breakfast. So it's so relative to different people. And I think uh, everyone needs to just be, uh, a little bit kinder and a little bit more understanding of um, different people's perspective. Is, is Karen just from HR, just, <laughs> just flipping snitching on everybody? Karen from Facebook. I'm surprised you haven't had her on the show yet. <laughs> I want to find a Karen from HR just to see. <laughs> it's like I've just got this persona of Karen from HR. Um, so fi- financially, Let's talk about the impact that this has had. Tourism's a big, big part in down south, Queenstown, Wanaka. Everything essentially dried up. I saw a video with Bridget from Kadrona and TC up, uh, um, sort of talking through it. What's the, I guess, like, I mean, even just the timing of April, right? You've got people basically starting to head down that would be heading down to start for the winter season, start on the mountains, get ready for the winter, all that sort of stuff. What's the, um, uh, what's been the initial impact straight off the bat with what sort of happened on a, on a local level? Well, I mean, everyone's first concern straight away is, are we going to be able to ski or snowboard this winter? Um, it's it's quite a selfish perspective in a way, but it's definitely my Can first we concern. Shred? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Every, sure, that's... You just see a big a big rise in all like um, uh, split board purchases and people trying to bring in snowmobiles again. <laughs> that will happen for sure. There'll be a big a big soar in touring gear, I reckon. Um, but uh, you know, I think all the ski resorts will get open to a degree. We just don't know what yet. It could be um, a minimal season. It could be a reduced season. It could be reduced operations. There'll be some kind of reduction for sure. The biggest one is can we get any kind of borders open with any other countries? And um, that's a huge unknown right now. Because a, a, big, a big part of that is especially the Australian market massively, right? Being able to fly direct in from Australia into Queenstown. They're on the slopes the same day. That's a, that's a big piece of it. And also from um, all the different races in Europe and, and all the, di- the different other p- uh, people from, you know, uh, that come through training from Japan and, and comps and whatever. So the... Um, well, well the China actual... too. China's China, massive yeah. right now. Yeah, China's mm. been a booming market in the last kind of three to five years. Um, and last year, I think Kadrona especially had you know, huge numbers out of China. So that actually, if you look at their numbers, that's actually probably the most viable country to do some kind of um, 
open border uh, arrangement with right now. Yeah. But, and obviously th this is in some respects, I'm imagining that they'll be lucky that um, they've pulled the trigger on this from a government perspective earlier rather than later. So if it can clear up by, by May or even June at the latest, there's no reason that they couldn't get get the wheels turning, get get the chairlifts up and up and rocking. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot lot more behind the scenes that I, I wouldn't know about, but it's not like this would be happening in June and then basically they kill the season, right? No, I think um, a June opening is pretty unlikely. Um, yeah. I would say so July August if anything. July, yeah. um, so the tricky part for the Cadrona TC combo is you know the purchase of Treble Cone. Um, and how that plays out this season. Um, obviously, they want to they want to do an amazing job up there and um, and show to the, the the TC diehard crew that they can run um, a good operation. And then coronavirus hits and um, you know puts a lot of different aspects into the mix here. Yeah, what's the um, what do you think everyone's going to keep themselves busy with down down there for the next next little bit? Like, what's everyone up to? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, fitness is a big, a big part down here. So I'd say a lot of people are doing their own little fitness challenges. I actually heard there's, um, there's a trail running group that runs out of Wanaka and they've tried to start that. They stag and run. <laughs> well, they've tried to start a, a 24 hour, um, like fitness challenge where you, you broadcast your own fitness challenge around your house and you make your house different stages. Um, and then you try to do it for 24 hours, which is pretty hardcore but i guess that's what wanaka's about right there's a lot of hardcore people down here well it's not i think everyone in wanaka is not stuck up in you know apartments on queen street and and, and 42 meter square meter um one bedrooms right um yeah. there's a lot more sort of i guess open space and people have backyards and there's a lot more creativity even just seeing the the i guess in the dna of everyone down there as well it's it's being outdoors and sm smelling the air and getting active and doing shit you know so it's it's definitely probably different challenges to um those in the cities for sure probably probably better challenges as many ways less people more more personal relationships uh seems like a bit more of a um unified collective of, of a community trying to get through this thing yeah i think right now isn't necessarily the biggest challenge for people down here it's it's what's coming after this with the decline in tourism um, that's going to affect us for a few years, uh, if not longer. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen there? Uh, I don't know, really. Um, I'm, I'm not an expert in the tourism side of things. Um, the part that I'm most in interested in is the opportunity for um, councils and governments to um, change their way of thinking and look beyond GDP as the primary source of measuring success. Go for it, go for it there. What... what, what... Well, well, I think about it like this. I mean, New Zealand's already taken some steps towards this, you know, with our current leadership, um, uh, which I'm in awe of, by the way. Um, they, they've moved away from GDP to a degree, right, with the well-being budget and so on. Um, I think about GDP as being, if, you, if you're a business and you measure your gross income, that's a government measuring GDP. Instead of measuring your net profit, which is your kind of, GDP minus the impact on environment, the impact on mental well-being, the impact on society. Um, and that's what we really should be measuring rather than just GDP. Yeah. And do you I feel there's that... A, there you go. I think there's a, there's a huge opportunity for, for shift and for a change in thinking coming out of this. But that opportunity isn't just from 
a government leadership perspective. It needs to be from business leaders. It needs to be from community leaders to move away from just kind of GDP as our main source of, of measuring, really. Um, yeah, it's politically, I think we've never seen so many things move through government as fast as they have. I think it's been very clear that we've had, um, you know, the, the speed and, and I guess aggressiveness of how they sort of approach this was, it's been very, um, the very strong leadership, right? It's very, mm. no, no one's kind of questioned that. I mean, the only thing people could give shit on is did they not go fast enough but then the, the always the the counter that would be well if they did that and people get pent up feeling that they've been like locked in yeah, there's always a there's always mm -hmm. a balance so so you've been pretty um i th i feel what i what i would hope and this is even talking to um vic crone the ceo of callahan from last week was you know it, it goes to show how fast you can move when pe the people actually want to and you, especially with you know local government and local councils and all the rest of it it's actually going to be a great um moment to stop and actually think how they can work a bit smarter and uh, Cameron George the CEO of Warriors was yesterday we were talking about how to work more horizontally across these different mm. across different you know sporting sectors and industries and as a great opportunity to potentially bring together a, a collective of other um, industries and minds into a similar thing yeah that's mm. amazing yeah what do you most what do you part... most hope so you go no no go I was just gonna say what are you most hopeful about for the end of this um, I would like to see a new measuring tool come out of this that balances uh, GDP, so you know gross domestic product and kind of our, um, our economic drivers as a um, society, with the environment and with happiness and, and well-being of society, and balances those three things equally. That would be a dream come true if, if that could happen. And, and if I think about it, what we're doing here is like a really tiny, minute scale version of that. Spoken like a true hippie. So proud of you, Keith. <laughs> you got to grow the, grow the dreadlocks out. You got to get the TC. You, you, you. You got to. <laughs> oh, so cool, man. How, how much wine did you bring into that shit? Like how, how how much booze do you have on hand? Are you like stacked? There's a lot of wine. Yeah, there's a lot of wine. <laughs> What's the drink of choice? Yeah, definitely Just red wine. Red, Pinot Noirs? Yeah, lots of Pinot, quite a few cast wine for once you've had a few Pinots, you know, you can downgrade yeah, a little bit. Get, get on the goon bags. <laughs> yeah, that's it, the goon bags. Mm. Bring, bring, yeah. it, bring back the Dairy Fest. No, it's been mega, man. If, um, There's a couple, so couple people... of bottles of whiskey sitting around, you'd be pleased yeah. to know. Yeah, shit, yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, get a monkey if, shelter. If, oh, jeez, oh, danger. Um, <laughs> if people want to, are you, you're obviously documenting this, is it on the hardware, um, uh, was it that, that, what's it called, the hardware... Grove. Grove, Grove. Are you putting, Grove, yeah. are you documenting all this on the Highway of Grove's Facebook page? Like how are you never, because obviously you're a media weapon, you, you shoot, create, you, you do your, you do your thing on the creation front. Um, if people want to check out and follow this journey of the, the Highway of Grove, where do they go to? What do they do? That's awesome. So we, we have, you know, the usual Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, check, check it out, the Highway of Grove, nice and easy to follow. And then we're shooting a 20-part webisode series about the whole project. So the first two episodes are out. That was really planning stages before um, COVID-19 was a thing. Uh, and then we're, um, we're, we're producing the third episode right now. So that's kind of a lot around sustainable building materials. And that literally, fin we finished filming that as lockdown kicked in. So um, the goal is to shoot episode four here during lockdown. And kind of move away from the sustainable building angle into more of the community angle for an episode dude mega um nadia just jumped in keith amazing human good shit 
Sup, Nadia. She, she, she's she's any... awesome. Glenn, got to grow that fro out, oh, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Glenn? Oh, good to see God. you. <laughs> Mega. Oh, dude, I appreciate your time, brother, and um, stay good on there. Tell all the, the crew and stuff I said what up. Um, but yeah, I'm jealous I'm not in Wanaka right now. It's be a, it'd be a cool cool time. Lots of fresh air, lots of cool crew, not too many, too much craziness. And um, a few hippies, a little bit of whiskey, some poker, and a shit ton of Pinot Noir. I think I think you got it set there, mate, in the, the Howie Grove. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, hey, can I put a shout out to... Um, I've got a, a real intriguing aspect that I want to learn about, um, and it's called the Genuine Progress Indicator. Um, so it's a kind of a suggestion for replacing GDP. Um, I believe there has been a study done on this in New Zealand, but I can't find that much about it. Um, so if anyone knows anything about this study or um, in New Zealand, the use of GPI, Genuine Progress Indicator, reach out to me, talk to me about it. I'm keen to learn. Dude, GPI, there you go. Uh, Keith Stubbs, GPI. appreciate it, my friend. Um, and I'll talk to you soon, eh? Thanks, buddy. See you. Ciao, ya. homie. Deuces. Mate, flipping love it that the Wanaka gang jumps in the mix. Flipping the Hawaii Mafia, flipping down south, dirty Wanaka gang. Flipping love it. Uh, for those who don't know, I, I live many a year in Wanaka with all all that crew, um, and I've known Keith for for a very long time. All right, um, good work, team. Adios. On to the next one.